That's Mahalia Jackson, and this is Frankly Speaking with Pastor Frank. I want to talk today about my part in this, and we'll be looking at John chapter 2, Jesus at the Marriage Supper at Cana of Galilee. And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said to them, They have no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, what have I to do with you? My hour is not yet come. And his mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. There were six water pots of stone after the manner of purification of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. And Jesus said to them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them to the brim. And he said to them, Draw out now and bear to the governor of the feast, and they bear it. And when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not from where it was, but the servants that drew the water they knew, the governor of feasts called the bridegroom and said to him, Every man at the beginning sets forth good wine. And then when people have well drunk, that which is worse, but you have kept the good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. So as I said, I, I want to focus on my part in this. You know, we concentrate so much on, at least I do, on the, on the things that God does in our lives, on how he doesn't allow us to have a part, on how it's it's what Jesus does, and we add nothing to it. Anything we add to what God does really takes away. And, and frankly, he doesn't let us add anything. He knows we'll be boastful. He knows it'll be about our works and what we do. And so when it comes to the things of God, for the most part, it, we have no part in it. All we do is say yes. But I want to look at this because there is a part that we play. It's not a part in our salvation. It's a part in glorifying God and, and seeing him work in our lives. So let's look at the story. Number one, it, it, there's six water pots. Six is, it's a number of imperfection. It's, frankly, it's the number of man, and I guess that's why it's the number of imperfection and completeness. And God finished everything in six days. On the seventh day he rested, man was the last thing that he really created. The, the pots were stoneware. It says stone. They weren't hollowed out granite or anything like that mostly sandstone and basalt there, but it was stoneware. It was, it was pottery. It was not silver. It was not brass. It was not gold. It was not, you know, high-tech stuff. It was just stone. It was common, just common stuff. If it were today, it would have been plastic. There were six plastic bins on the side, and that's what they had. And the third thing is they were empty. Well, they had about two gallons each in them, you know, there were six, there was 12 gallons, maybe 14, depending on how you look at a firkin. And, um, and, and so there was not a lot of water in them. They were there to wash your hands, wash your feet. They were, they were there for you know, sanitary purposes, just washing up. And uh, they weren't there for holding special stuff. They weren't there for any noble purpose. They were just a little bit of water and some clay pots on the side just to wash up in. And the next thing is that they were plain water. This was not bottled water. This was not Perrier. This was not sparkling water or special mineral water. We had this, we went to this place and they had the Fiji water. And of course it was a motel. If you drank the Fiji water, it was like $6 a bottle. Special, special water. 
This was plain water. This was tap water. Not even filtered tap water. Just plain old tap water. Plain. The, the most abundant stuff on the surface of the planet is water. You don't get any more common than water. And the pots were of common usage. They were not vessels of honor. This was not high up in the china cabinet. This was, frankly, this was the bedpan. This was the trash bucket. This was the, the wash pot. And, and that's what they were. And so you look at these six pots, stoneware, empty, plain water, uh, pots of common usage. It, it, and to a large extent, it's frankly who we are. We are inadequate. We are not special. We're just plain old stoneware. We are, for the most part, empty. We do not bring a lot to the table. We're plain old, plain old. We're very abundant. We're just like the water on the face of the earth, and we're of common usage. There are not many high and mighty that are called and used of God. And we look at those things about ourselves, that, you know, that uh, it's just me. I, I really don't bring much. And, and so we get intimidated. We say that, you know, I, I'm nothing. I can't do anything. Well, that's a great attitude as far as your salvation goes, but as, other than that, that's a horrible attitude. It's an attitude of, of defeat. It's an attitude that will keep us from doing anything. Our imperfectness and incompleteness is something that God takes and he does something special with because God specializes in making the ordinary extraordinary. That's who God is. That's God's part. He takes the imperfect and, he, and the incomplete and he makes the perfect and complete. Perfect completion is what God is about. He takes the base material and he makes the glorious. He takes plain old us and he makes something beautiful and spectacular. He takes the next thing to empty and he makes it overflowing. Your life empty? Do you know what it is to have been empty? When I came to God, I was empty. I know all about empty. But you know something? He gives us an overflowing joy. He makes things real and happening in our lives. He takes empty and brings it to overflowing. Jesus said, you know, you thirsty? Come unto me. I'll make rivers of living water flow out of you. I will take you and make you something special for my glory. I will take that incomplete, imperfect, and make perfect completion for my glory. People will look at who you have become as opposed to who you were when I started with you, and they will marvel. And the glory will go to God because they'll know this is not this person. I knew this person back then. And you might look all fancy and everything now, but people have seen you. They knew you back then. And when they see you now, mm -mm -mm. they know the difference. He takes base and he makes glorious. He takes empty, he makes overflowing. And he taking plain old tap water and he made the best wine there ever was. Are you plain old? Do you think sometimes you just, eh, I do my best. My education is lacking. My ability is lacking. My thought process is lacking. You know something? Even my spiritual life is lacking. My prayer life is lacking. My time and study is lacking. My ability to cope with people is lacking. My ability to be loving is lacking. My ability to put up with those around me is lacking. Oh, the grace of God. It is lacking on my part in my life. I am so lacking. I am so insufficient. Well, you know something? He takes tap water, and he makes the best wine there ever was. And lastly, he takes the wash pot. 
He takes that thing that no one wants even to show. Some of us, oh my goodness. Were you the one that was hid under the bed or hid in the bottom of the closet? The wash pot does not get, you know, high shown. When people come to the house, the wash pot gets put aside, you know? The the bedpan, it gets hidden. It's in the closet. Yeah, it has a use and a purpose, but it's not a noble purpose. There are some vessels of honor. There are some vessels of dishonor. And the wash pot, it's a vessel of dishonor. And when company comes, it gets stashed. I know what it is to be stashed. I know what it is to be, oh, God, we got to get rid of this kid because somebody's coming over and we can't let them see this barbarian. And, um, and, and after a while, you know something? You begin to think that way. We begin to take on the things that people call us take on the the way that we're treated, treated ordinary, treated as incomplete, treated as a base material, treated as, you know, empty and there's nothing about you that's to be desirable, treated as just plain old, plain old, treated as, you know, you're of, of, uh, of lesser value. You're not fine china. When people come over, we're putting out the fine china and we're hiding you. You're not worthy to be displayed. God takes those things and he makes them perfectly complete. He makes them beautiful. He makes them glorious. He makes us overflowing. He makes us the best wine. And he makes us into the fine china, something that is worthy to be displayed, not just worthy to be displayed, but beautiful to be displayed. And in the house of God, you are worthy and beautiful to be displayed. In fact, I shouldn't have said in the house of God, just plain all anywhere you go, because he has done a work in us. And that's what God does. He makes us special. He makes us complete. He makes us glorious. He makes us overflowing. He makes us like fine wine. He makes us like fine china. That's God's part. That's what he does. He takes junk and makes it jubilant. He takes He takes the the base things of the world and makes them special. He takes the ordinary and makes it extraordinary. And that's what this story in in, uh, John chapter 2 is about. It's about God doing this. But I started by saying, what's my part in this? And that's really what I want to focus on. Because we focus so much on what God does and God's part and who he made us and what he's taken us from and what he's taken us and made us into. And it's right to do that. It is absolutely right to do that. But we must look at the other part of this and say, but what is my part in this? Well, it's, it's nothing in changing me. It's nothing in making me. It's nothing in taking something low and making it high. It's not to do any of that. that. God reserves that to himself, and he will not let us get into any of that. But we do have a part, and let's look at it. He told them, his mother said to the, to the uh, servants, whatever he says, do. And he told them, fill them up. Now, they could have filled them three quarters of the way. They could have filled it halfway. They could have said, well, that's good enough, good enough for today. And um, not knowing what he would do, not knowing the wonder of what God would do, not knowing the glory of his intent and his final plan, they could have made them half full and said, that's more than sufficient. Whatever he's going to do, that's enough. They didn't know he'd make it into the best wine. But you know what it says they did? It says they filled them up to the brim. They filled it so there was no more room. No more. The more you put, the more you have. 
I don't know what they did with the excess. I think if they'd have filled them halfway, they might have not had any excess, but they filled them all the way. When we come to God and he lets us know to do something, we can do just enough. We can get by. We can say, this is fine. This is good. But you know, he's giving us an opportunity. The opportunity is not in the first part of what he does with us. We always want to make it that. We want to make our relationship about what I do, how much I pray, how much I do this, how much I study, how much I... That doesn't, that doesn't get you, um, I mean, it gets you someplace with God, but it doesn't, it doesn't equal our relationship with him. What it does equal is my part in this. When I, when I go ahead and I, and I fill it and God gives me a calling in my life or he gives me a, a job or a task or, or something, he shows me his place for me. He shows me my seat at the table. He shows me what his, his calling in, on my life is. He gives me my, the giftedness that he has for each of us. When he shows us that and what we put into it will determine later what we get without even knowing the glory of what he is going to do. These guys didn't know he was going to make it into wine. They just knew he said, put water and I'll put water. You cannot see, you cannot imagine the greatness of what God intends to do in your life and use you for the blessings that will come out of you, the, the gifting, the ministry, the, the calling, the, the, the high place in God, the impact that God has planned and intends for you to make, whether it's in your family, on your job, in, in, a, in a calling or ministry area. Uh, you don't know as a parent. You don't know. You don't have a clue what he will do. But you know this, he said to you, fill up the parts. How much are you going to put in to see God bless? He will only bless what you have put into the parts. That preparation, that effort that you put in, that schooling that you put in, that extra time that you put in, that's what he blesses. He blesses whatever we put in. And if we only put in a little, the blessing we receive is only a little. And if we fill it to the brim, we will go from being empty water pots to full water pots of the most glorious substance and blessing that we can possibly imagine. Fill them to the brim. The more that we as submit and, and let God use us, the greater the blessing. Don't even try to imagine the outcome, what it was going to come out to. And the second thing he told the servants to do, and this really wasn't a miracle that everybody saw. The only people who saw this miracle were his disciples, his mother, and the people, the servants, who drew the water out and filled the water up. And he says, now draw out and share how much faith they had to draw out was, was water and bring it to the governor of the feast. Draw out and share. He's made marvelous what I have put in. As much as I put in, he makes marvelous. And he says, now share it. Go out and share it. Share it with your family. See what God has done in your life. He wants you to share it. Draw it out. Draw out. There's plenty according to how much we're filled. There is plenty. There is enough to share. And he wants us to share 
the glorious things that God is doing in my life. Don't look back at six pots, at just stone, at just empty, at plain old water, at pots of commerce usage. Look at the completeness of what God does. Look at the glorious material that he turned you into. Look at the empty becoming overflowing. Look at the water of your plain old this plain old tap water becoming the best of wine. Look at the plain wash pot being made fine china. Look at what God is doing. Yield to him. Give yourself over to him that he do your part, that he may make you a tremendous blessing and fill you up to overflow and to share with those around us. There's a part that God does and there's a part that I do. And I want us to look at our part. Don't try to do God's part and receive glory. The glory goes to him as we do our part. Heavenly Father, I, I thank you for this little insight into John chapter 2, into this wedding. It was special. Special that day, special for the, the couple that got married, special for everyone there special miracle that you get to show your disciples just who you are. And as I thank you for the insight, because so many of us, we see our imperfections. We see the imperfectness, the incompleteness of who we are, the plainness of who we are, the emptiness of who we are, the ordinariness of who we are, the commonness of who we are. God, help us to look at the completeness of who you've made us, at the gloriousness of what you've made us, at the fullness and overflowing of how you've done it in our life. Help us to understand that we are not nothing. We are not just something, but we are the best. We are special because you've made us special. Not of ourselves, but it's who you are. We may have been an old wash pot or even a, even a, even a bedpan, but you've made us fine china. That's what you do. But help us do our part, Lord, I pray. Help us, as we see what you've done, to fill it to the brim and to draw out willingly and share with those around us. And Father, we just thank you for this in Jesus' name. And that's it for today.